What it do? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and we back for another one. Y'all ready for the real? Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Listen, common, common, common. Common and PJ at that. Like, I don't know if y'all ever heard PJ, but PJ got a track called One Miss Call, and I got put onto that like a few years ago. But common, I've been rocking with Common since he was Common Sense, which means it was way back in the the progressive rap era, or what they be called progressive hip hop. That's when I got hip to Common. But nonetheless, like, that man to me is a genius. Like, it's just, I'm, again, I'm old school, so like, I'm into the progressive rap, progressive hip hop. So to have people like Rhapsody, that comes into it, um, that plays a part in that, like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. It's those type of artists that I, or lyricists, I truly appreciate, which is why I'm obsessed with the 90s because it told a genuine story on for us to open up our eyes and enlighten ourselves to get the better knowledge because knowledge is power. But what up, y'all? Fam, bam. What it do? What it do? It's another week. How y'all feeling into this new year? One weekend, probably, and uh, probably has been something feels a little different, even though we're still in the same kind of same old, same old with this variant going bananas. But nonetheless, we're here. So don't forget who you are. Hmm. Wonder what I'm going to talk about today? Well, today's topic is called movement. Yes. And if you're looking at your phone or your iPad or whatever device you're listening to on right now, you can see the mint is spelled M-E-A-N-T with the parentheses. Yes. Movement. Because we're in a new year. Everybody has goals they're trying to set aside for them to attain. And they want to start off strong. But as you're moving, do you know the meaning behind your movement? And that's what we're going to discuss today. Movement. Moving with a purpose, moving with your understanding of why things are moving how they're moving. Because, of course, in New Year's, things are going to change. You're writing a different date for one on top of your paper or whatever email you're writing or whatever you're stamping. Because now it's got to get into the habit of not writing 2021, but 2022. You feel what I'm saying? So it's a different transition now. So how are you moving to where your movement makes it vital for you to understand your purpose? So... I wanted to bring this up specifically now because I know for myself, I have very big goals and I don't know if many of y'all may know or have seen, but I posted a reel where I had to reflect on my movements and my movements were intent and with purpose of what I feel my divine passion is. Now, I've always had a passion for, I've always had the gift of gab. I've always had a philanthropic type of philanthropic type of insight on life and willing to share my gifts of my knowledge with others. That's always been a passion of mine. I've always had a desire to always be a part of my community and give back to my community. And it's something I was taught at a young age. Given that that's what had happened, I feel like now in my older years, those things that were instilled in me as a younger child where I was moving and progressing now has more of a solidified meaning and understanding of who I am now as a young woman. And I still say young woman because 31 is young. Okay. I'm not seasoned, but I'm not no vice. And for some of that, y'all who don't know, know what no vice means, no, my, no vice means beginning. So like if you've ever seen a car on the road and it says no vice driver, no vice driver is pretty much indicating that the person that's currently driving is new to driving, right? 
So we've all been no vice drivers, right? And at that point in our life, we've had a permit. Some of us still trying to attain that permit. Or we've been behind the wheel of a car where we had to try to get comfortable with the steering, with the car, because each car has its own rhythm. Each car has its own way of movement. Some cars glide. Um, where they have more of a silent hum in their engine. And some cars have it where it's more of an aggressive roar in their engine because it takes a lot more horsepower to get that car moving in, in the right direction when it's in drive, right? But also when we have to think about cars, we think about the fact that there are different gears to a car. Some cars are manual. Some cars are automatic. Some cars where they have automatic that can turn into manual, Right. And y'all know how I, I love to intertwine anecdotes in, in my podcast episodes. So you being that car, right? And when you're moving, you have to know which gear you're in. When you're in manual, you have first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear. But it's not so easy to always just drive in manual because not only are you pressing the you know acceleration while you're driving to go ahead and move forward when you're in that that drive position but you have four of the options to know what kind of terrain you're going to be on to be able to guide you through the best way where you don't burn out your clutch which you always have to change intertwinably between each gear and when you're doing that you have to understand what the speed is too because that plays an influential factor in you transitioning in your gears when you're driving manual for, thus, for some of us who have automatic, which I'm blessed to know how to drive manual and automatic, you, you automatically have the gear shifting and it, it changes in its gauge because you're watching it as it, you can hear the engine changing to be able to, you know, attest to whatever terrain is going on, whether it just be a highway, um, a street, a hill, um, a mountain, a rocky terrain, your car is supposed to be able to adjust. And hence, we have different cars. You have a compact, you have a SUV, sports utility vehicle, you have a pickup truck, you have a compact SUV. But each car has a goal where when you're driving it, you're getting to your destination, right? So when you think about movement and when you're moving, nothing's going to ever be easy in that beginning stage when you're, when you're no vice driving, right? I know for us, a lot of us who live in New York, we have the Jackie Robinson Parkway, one of the most narrow parkways with a lot of curves and twists to it. But you have to acclimate and understand how to drive it because if you don't and you drive too fast, you can automatically have an accident. Same thing happens on the Bronx River Parkway. Narrow narrow beings for cars, for two cars to have to pass each other or coexist on this highway. But it's not that easy to maneuver if you're not understandable to understand how to drive it. But in the beginning, you have to take that first step to drive it, right? To understand it. That's life. We're in our cars, no matter if it's an SUV, pickup truck, so be it, or even an 18-wheeler. You have to make yourself acclimated to practice in order to say not perfect, but feel comfortable in, who, in, in what you're doing and how you're driving. That's how it is for our purpose and who we are as a person, how we are as a person, because in order for you to feel comfortable in shifting those gears to be able to drive that rocky terrain, which is pretty much life when things don't go our way or don't understand the true purpose of why this is happening for me. How is this going to better enhance me as a person? You have to understand that you have to know when to shift that gear, which is like how you have to know when to shift that gear, which means you have to sometimes shift people. You have to close that gap. And I think Snoop Dogg said it best. It's about closing the gap. 
Sometimes you lose homies on the way. Sometimes you gain homies on the way. But it's about closing the gap. Not for you to go lower, but for them to move higher where you're at for y'all to close that gap. That's how it is to understand when it comes to driving. You're not going to always be no vice. But you know that no matter what, you're going to get to your purpose or get to that destination by any means. Because what's meant for you won't pass you. What's meant for you won't play about you or play with you. Because it's meant for you and you only. The only person that can stop that from happening to get to your destination is you. Which means the knowledge and the practice you take to affirm your purpose is what's going to allow you to expand that knowledge. Are y'all keeping up with me? So that movement is meant for you to move in a direction that best fits for who you are and what you are going to become. The person I, the way I was driving at 16 with the permit, where I had to have that extra person at 21 years of age or older to sit in that passenger seat with me because I wasn't allowed to be on the roads alone, is not who I am at 31 where I'm driving 700 miles on my own from across state lines. Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? So when I had to have that handholding, that guidance, that experience in the car with me to make me feel that security to know that no matter what, they're here as a back burner or a support system is not what I need now. Because that when I had to drive 10, 15 miles to school with that person in the car is now where I'm driving in my own solidarity with just me. And my confidence and affirmations of what I'm able to accomplish in that 700 miles alone. Sometimes we have to learn how to wean ourselves off of that support system where we're just solely dependent on others to give us that boost to understand our movement. We have to affirm within ourselves what we stand for and what we're trying to go towards. Yes, I have a tribe, as we all should probably have a tribe, as we all deserve a tribe, because you can't move in this world alone. But sometimes you have to put into yourself and light that fire to know I can do this. I won't always be in this same position. Movement. Moving with a purpose. There are going to be dark times and areas where you're not going to understand what's going on in that moment. But as time progresses, it might be some clarity that is availed to you where you understand this was happened for this reason to bring me to this point. A lot of people can move. Moving is easy. You can move from another location. You can move from another state. You can move from another relationship. You can move out the way where you feel like you know where your vibration is desired and not just tolerated. But if you don't understand the meaning of that movement, how far are you really going? I don't know if y'all ever heard the saying, it's a movement, not a monument, right? Movement means there is a transition. There's an end goal. There's a purpose behind why that movement is happening because there's a change you want to see. There's something that within that movement you feel has to propel to that purpose, but if it's a monument, that means it's stagnant. It's in that one set position because that's what it's supposed to be. For instance, you have the Washington Monument. Homage paid to George Washington yet, but is that monument going to move? No. It's there to stay there, but it has its purpose. 
Some of us get stuck where we're monuments, where we're not being movements, where we're stuck with where we are because it's comfortable. But how often are you able to progress and propel in your purpose if you're just a monument, allowing those things to subside in that complacency where you're complicit to what it is, knowing damn well that's not where you belong. You ain't got a lot to kick it and you ain't got to subject yourself to belittle who you are to fit in a space you no longer fit in. If you ever heard about a shark, you can have a pet shark, correct? A pet shark in a gallon's gallon's tank will grow up to a certain amount, I think about seven or eight feet. You allow that shark to grow in an ocean or in a wider array of where water is able for it to flourish without limitations, it's going to grow as big as its maximum capacity can do. That's what it is. You have to step outside of the comfortability of what is, what you feel is sustaining you in that, that tank. Because you're going to only limit yourself to grow as big as it's allowing you to grow. But who wants to be boxed in? Who wouldn't want to expand themselves at the highest capacity, able for self to flourish, to to be the best you you can be? Because you have more movement in the ocean than you do in a container. When you're in that ton container or that fish tank, you can only swim back and forth. But how redundant is it to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth before it gets old and it's like, you know what? I want to break free. Well, you can literally die in that tank because you're not able to flourish to get the amount of expectancy and capacity to move freely in the space you're supposed to move in. That means now you're limiting yourself to not expand your gifts and share those with those that are supposed to be known, i.e. this podcast. I've always said to myself, yo, I ain't done journalism. Oh, I've never done uh, entertainment. Oh, I've never went ahead and used my voice on a platform where the whole world can hear me. Oh, I've, you know, only had conversations within myself where I was limiting myself and boxing myself in knowing damn well, girl, you know, this is a purpose of your passion for you to be able to share your voice on a platform, no matter if there's one to 20 who listen, or maybe even 200. But if it's your purpose, follow through with it. Again, what's meant for you won't pass you. Movement. Moving with a purpose. Five seasons later, we're here where I've had nothing but positive feedback on me using my voice to the best of my ability. Now, if I would have kept that gift and not allowed myself to flourish outside of just my own head, And still would have been that no vice driver feeling like I had to have all that support rather than just taking it where I'm learning the terrain to make myself better, i.e. studying how to run a podcast, knowing the intricate parts of the podcast, knowing how important and imperative consistency is to release podcast episodes, having constant material to share with y'all on a regular basis where I'm able to produce nonstop conversations to allow y'all to be not just entertained, but enlightened movement, then I would never be able to be an advanced driver where I can shift the gears, where I can even put myself on cruise control because I'm comfortable knowing that as long as I'm on cruise control and I'm at that set speed, until it's time for me to engage to have to rev back up, I'm straight. Ride it out. Again, also don't rush that purpose. 
Go through the proper steps and channels because sometimes in our past we'll miss that intricate part that we're supposed to literally divulge in to understand and propel to that purpose. You can't skip steps to success. Yes, you can take an elevator, but if you take that elevator and you miss those stories, the steps that you're supposed to take day in, day out to properly understand that purpose, you'll get there and be like, yes, yeah, a quick second where it becomes a 15 minutes of fame when it's supposed to be longevity in the process. How can you fully appreciate the process if you don't go through the process and you try to take a shortcut? Yes, work smarter, not harder, but don't miss the messages in the process. Movement. Don't forget who you are because you're blessed with it. There's no one like you. Look around. That's what don't forget who you are by Common and PJ are saying. You are who you are because it's a divine purpose over your life that's supposed to be shared, whether that be an empath and you're just supposed to be the consoling comfort, a speaker to enlighten and engage, um, a mentor to take and nurture, to allow those to better see their purpose for themselves. But no matter what it is, when it comes to your purpose, if you're not divine on that path, trust me, something will bring it back. Hence why I say movement, because yes, I'm a God-fearing Christian woman, will never, ever steer away from God. But that fishbowl of religion is minute to the vast array of spirituality, which is like an open ocean. I'm not going to conform myself and just to my religion to know that spirituality gives me a different aspect and perspective on life in a more of a mortal realm. To me, religion is immortal. And a more mortal realm on a day-to-day basis is what spirituality allows me to better enhance myself to have an understanding of self. God does the same thing, but in reality, spirituality enhances that ability to appreciate God on another level. Yes, you have the universe. Yes, you have God. And I've seen something on spiritual where like, oh, does it bother you when people say um, universe instead of God? That's a personal perspective for you, beloved. That sounds like a personal problem. Because as much as people who try to divert from spirituality not being an intricate part, in life and it's just x y and z and they have so much to negatively say other people have yet to have time to tap it into their inner self i feel to understand how it moves and how they actually go hand in hand honestly spirituality has allowed me to understand my movement to not forget who i am to understand that no matter what i do somebody's watching they may not say they're watching they may not show their support But they're clocking what I'm doing, how I'm doing, what I'm doing. And they're probably taking note like, yo, just got something going on. You know, many times people have come to me like, yo, I was listening to your podcast episode. I I, I get random texts or, or notifications or somebody writes me and I'm like, yo, you was listening. You never know. You never know. But I have to move because even though I have the fear of the rocky terrain of like, oh, how am I going to start this? How am I going to be able to engage my audience? How will I know that this is what's meant for me? You want to know how? My manifestations. My movement allowed my manifestations. Moving out of something where I felt comfortable and was afraid of fear of failure allowed me to realize that 
Manifesting is not about fear. It's about the faith in yourself to know what's going to happen. Like I said before, I posted a reel that showed the transition of me from one element to the next. And I'll give y'all a little story. So Selena Johnson, y'all have heard me talk about her on a regular basis. Um, my sis and soul. Um, and Selena was somebody I've always admired. But I met her going on eight years ago, which time flies because I it felt like it was just yesterday. I was 24, finally meeting her in person. But I took my sister to a concert at SOBs for her releasing her album for Couples Therapy Chapter 6, right? And I had never met Selena. I've engaged with her. I had engaged with her on Twitter. You know, we had a, a brief exchange, X, Y, and Z with that. And I think prior to that, I had met her face-to-face -face for my birthday when I had won the contest, which, which pretty much opened the door. Because that was even fear of me singing to enter into that contest where I won because I didn't think it was going to happen. So having dinner with her for her birthday and then to following up with the release of chapter six and taking my sister, there was a rapport built, a rapport that I thought would never flourish as far as it did because I'm just a fan. At this point, I'm just a fan. I'm admiring from afar. There's a respect. There's an understanding for her craft and what she's contributed to the music industry over 20 something years at that point. But what I didn't know is that those small, minute interactions with this one person had a movement and had a purpose to propel me into what I'm currently doing now with this podcast and my interactions. So meeting Selena, being an avid fan, being a supporter, a, a bond started to grow, right? Like anything, just like, you know what I'm saying? With driving the car, you know vice to where you're experienced. It was a no-vice relationship building between the two of us. Now, we had plenty of similarities, being the baby sisters, you know, being Virgos, same height, wearing the same shoe size, you know, the understanding of, you know, being more of a full-figured woman, you know. It was a lot to relate. A lot of her stories past of her experiences and my experiences coincided because it was just like, wow, I see a light in you that's helping to see within me what my value is and who I am and what I can contribute because the way you're sharing yourself through your music, there has to be a way for me to share myself and my story in another way. Now, mind you, then I had the idea, but I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. You feel me? Like, I'm going to just go with the flow and then, you know, ebb and flow. If it work, it work. It'll come to me at some point. And then as time progressed, I go to more shows where I'm up showing support. And, you know, I'm here for it because I respect this woman and what she's been through and how she's transitioned through life and never, you know, never gave up. So now we hit to the point of Sister Circle and she's on Sister Circle and I'm, I'm here for it. Like to watch her, you know, she's finally in, in her realm. Now, mind you, this is all starting from me watching Selena in the past, listening to her music, but watching her on R&B Divas. As a 21-year-old on in 2012 on TV One, and now getting a little more insight on who she is as a woman because everybody knows the R&B divas, it kind of is like reality TV. They deep, they deep dive into your life and kind of get a little personal. And at that point, I think she was struggling with the transition from Chicago to Atlanta, trying to find a home and acclimating to her new environment. We fast forward to about 
2017, 2018. And to me, it became where it became a family situation, where it became a fan family, like I said, in my family ties with Chels and Aisha, where now it's a little more of a trust factor where you're trusting me with certain information that I don't feel like normal fans would be able to be bestowed upon them. Now I'm feeling like you're trusting me more because there's a vibe and a connection with us where you're starting to understand and see me for who I am, where I'm able to kick it with you in the green room after your shows with you and your peoples as opposed to what most fans wouldn't be able to do. You see what I'm saying? I'm able to have current dialogue and, you know, have a better understanding of each other where we having, we having more, you know, vital conversations. But not only was it just that, it took that one shirt I created for Chapter 6 Couples Therapy, which she wore on several occasions, and the creation of my chapters tee because I wanted something that, for myself, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to share this with Lena because it's her face on this. Why not? Where it took that one shirt, which now eight years later, still in pristine condition where she wears it, and there's never been a time she hasn't credited me for my work or shown love for the work or how I've shared my gift of creativity with her and my creations. Movement. Not because I had an idea when I created Be Revelations as a brand, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, knowing what it was going to be still because I really created just knowing I wanted to be real to who I was and be real in what I did. At that moment, I didn't know what it was, but I knew there was a movement towards that progression for me to have a full understanding. At a point in time, it was like public relations. Oh, at a point in time, it was going to be this. But then when it came time for me to fully understand, when 2018 hit, it was like, nah, it's custom jackets. You want to be real for people to have the understanding of the one-on-one custom to express themselves the way you express yourself. For people to understand that you make these jackets with love. That you put a passion into your purpose of painting. But you don't just want it to be set in this. You want it to be a plethora of other avenues under B Revelations where people can relate to who you are and understand what your purpose and your passion is and your movement. To this day, even IE recently, she was on the live for TV One promoting her one stage to the next. I hop on and say, yo, one quick comment. She's like, hey, Jess, we got to have a conversation about merchandising, girl. We need to talk about it. Selena could pick anybody in the freaking world to have make some merchandise for her. Anybody in the freaking world. But you want to try to have me a part of your, your merchandise platform and have you push your products and people understand who you are? Movement. I'm no longer no vice to my bond with Selena, but it's experience now where there's a common understanding of mutuality and respect for each other that she respects what I do and I respect what she does. Which allowed me to understand that anything is possible. A public figure that I respect, there's no way that it's not going to be denied that if they're meant to cross my path, I'm not going to have that path crossed. It started with Selena. Then happened with Bree Steves. Then it became, you know, Pretty V. Then it was B. Simone. Then it was, you know, Rhapsody. Then it came down to Amanda Seals. At this point, you can't tell me there ain't going to be no public figure I ain't going to interact with. You ain't going to tell me that this podcast not going to take off at some point where I got, you know, public figures on here left and right chatting up with me on my podcast, sharing their stories, having common conversations and having interactions for them to just go ahead and just vibe. There's no way. Even it down to people like Aisha telling me like, yo, 
you gotta have Didi on your podcast. I feel like your vibes would definitely be on, on something crazy. And I wholeheartedly agree with her. Because, again, creating for Selena has allowed me to expand myself. I created for B. Simone, which brought in another public figure mindset, which allowed others to come peek into my window to see what I'm doing, which pushed me to create for Demetria McKenney, which opened a follow where now she follows my business page, where now it's like she don't know me personally, but she going to get to know me at some point. She going to know who I am outside of us sharing a birthday and her following me. She'll understand who I am as a person at some point when God sees fit, when it's meant because it's divine timing. Movement. As long as I put in the work that's necessary to propel towards my passion, knowing that I have faith in myself that I will create for other public figures, I will have interactions with other public figures, that this is just the beginning of my journey. That's all that matters. It's movement. I'm moving in the meaning of what's meant for me. And ain't nobody going to take it away from me. But I promise you this, this is only the beginning So when I'm in my transition now of cleaning up house, making sure that it's understood that those I'm following, I'm following because they're pouring into me with their post or they're motivating or they're currently having a a purpose and understand their purpose that enlightens me to still keeping my light shines and fuel for the next person that comes behind me who wants to do something similar or is doing something similar to know that it might, it might be a saturated situation, but it's not going to pass you because what's going to be for you is going to be for you. And the success for you is not going to pass you. That's what I'm going to do. So it's all about knowing the movement. Even down where I have now Uncle Royce, which I, for one, have known his face and his name. But he even propelled to follow me due to the fact of Selena. That's Unc. That's Unc. Genuine in your movement means genuine in your prosperity. Not just financially, not just spiritually, but in all aspects. But everybody will not see that movement or understand that purpose because it's not meant for them to understand. Don't forget who you are. You're blessed with it. There's none like you. Just look around. I take pride in my individuality. I take pride in the fact that I'm the artistic accountant. How many artistic accountants do you really have out there? That, that's, that's pride for me because not only do I have the interpersonal skills to raid an airwave and something that I never studied, but I have the knowledge and skill base to be able to push those who propel them in their own business endeavors to enlighten them on a financial literacy aspect of what to do and what not to do. To be able to show that you can have a creative purpose as well as follow something that's, you know, within your profit. Would it be a nine to five or whatever it is? But it's your movement. So how are you going to shift gears in order to manage the terrain you're in right now to get to that final destination? That's what matters. Don't forget who you are. Okay? Period. As I always say on air, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Keep it real. And never forget movement. Don't be monument. 
We got enough of those. We need progression, positivity, and passion. So propel on your path the best way possible. Reflections of you, reflections of me, your beauty more than any eyes can see.